Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to Snug Wrestling. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. That's right. You are tuned into Snug Wrestling, where it's wrestling all day, every day. And now here is your host, Edgar Avila. The bidding war for 2024 has begun on Friday Night SmackDown. And no, it was not MJF or Will Ospreay. It was Randy Orton. Both general managers from each show were trying to get the hottest free agent in the WWE to sign officially with their respected brands, Raw or SmackDown. And speaking of free agents, Logan Paul finally made his first appearance in WWE TV as the U.S. champion. And another free agent. Agent CM Punk will also be on Friday Night Smackdown next week as well. What's going on, folks? Welcome to Snug Wrestling with me, your host. My name is Edgar. And on this episode of Snug Wrestling, we're going to be talking about Friday Night Smackdown from Brooklyn, New York, December 1st. So let's get into that. Let's go. Bianca Belair, old Skippy, was hopscotching down the ramp to open up this Friday night SmackDown. And while Bianca was prancing around, we got more Survivor Series video recaps. Just in case there was a single wrestling fan in the world that did not watch Survivor Series, WWE wants to make sure that we didn't miss anything. But trust me, I don't think there was one single wrestling fan in the world that is not aware of what happened at this year's Survivor Series. Bianca Belair cuts a promo and says that she wants her title back and Bianca should have known better because as soon as she said that out comes the women's champion Io Sky along with the damage control and I think we all expected that one. Everyone except Bianca Belair because she looked surprised when the damage control music hit. Every single member of the damage control except for Bailey, is out there surrounded Bianca in the ring. But Charlotte Flair and Shotzi come out to help Bianca and I thought War Games was over and where the hell is Bailey? Charlotte Flair said that she also wants that belt and just like at war games all of these women got into one big sloppy bra and I think we all know where this one is going we're most likely going to be getting a tag match or a six woman tag match at the main event but I was completely wrong it was actually a singles match between Carrie Sane versus Bianca Belair. The opening match was Butch versus Bobby Lashley and unlike Bobby Lashley who was accompanied by his faction members the street profits butch was left all by himself with no fridge and no sheamus fridge and butch this is another tag team in the wwe that's been having some marital issues kind of like ludwig and kaiser from the imperium and what happened to bfab she completely disappeared off the face of the earth again one day it seemed like she was going to join bobby lashley and the street profits and the next day well she was just gone bobby lashley grabbed the mic before the match and was going to cut a heel promo but instead got cheered by all the fans in Brooklyn. Butch thought it would be a good idea to take a cheap shot at Bobby Lashley and no Butch. That was very very stupid because now Bobby Lashley is mad and Butch you're a dead man. Bobby Lashley was all over Butch and when Butch was finally able to get some space from Bobby Lashley, Butch just started kicking Bobby Lashley in the head non-stop. Butch was giving Bobby Lashley insecure 
insecurity after insecurity after insecurity. And I mean, what else can you do versus a guy like Bobby Lashley? Butch's idea of kicking Bobby Lashley in the head nonstop does not last very long because Bobby Lashley hit Butch with a big massive spear and picked up the win. I can definitely see where this one is going and I'm going to call it. It seems like we might be getting Sheamus versus Bobby Lashley. Although I would like to see Butch get a singles run in the main roster coming out of all of this because I think it's safe to say that we all miss Pete Dunne. The wise man shows up and he walks in the general manager's office, Nick Aldis, to get some answers. Nick Aldis confirms the wise man's concerns and says that yes, he most definitely invited Randy Orton to Friday Night SmackDown and is also looking to sign Randy Orton to SmackDown as well. How about that? Caleb Braxton tries to interview Butch, but besides death and taxes, another thing you can be sure of in wrestling is interruptions because the pretty lamely interrupted Butch's interview and Butch just beat the glitter out of the pretty deadly. Santos Escobar has an interview, but surprisingly, this interview does not get interrupted. Santos Escobar says that he's going to finish what Rey Mysterio started, which is Rey Mysterio turned on the LWO. Santos Escobar must be one of the best natural heels on the current roster because even with his accent, because clearly English is not his first language, he can cut a better heel promo than a lot of the people who do speak English as a first language. Santos Escobar versus Joaquin Wild. Wild is also an LWO member, former faction member with his leader Escobar on NXT and is also known for... He's also known for... Well, that's all I got. Joaquin Wilde hardly ever wrestles, but I think Joaquin is a good wrestler, at least I hope. If he can't wrestle, it's all good, because word on the street is Joaquin Wilde can make a good logo, at least. Escobar got the win and attacked Wilde after the match, but Dragon Lee came out to save Wilde, and WWE is killing two birds with one stone, getting more heat on Santos Escobar as a heel, and getting Dragon Lee over as a babyface, being put in that hero position once again. Adam Pearce shows up on Friday Night Smackdown and decides that he also wants to sign Randy Orton to Monday Night Raw. And the beating war of 2024 is official and it begins on this Friday Night Smackdown. Another thing that was also made official was another tournament and my god this is the worst timing for another tournament but at least this tournament is not involving a made up title with math involved. It's for the US title for a match versus a star like Logan Paul. And we have Santos Escobar, Bobby Lashley, Karrion Cross, Austin Theory, Grayson Waller, Kevin Owens, and someone from NXT to be determined that are all going to be participating in this new tournament. I'm very interested to see who's going to be coming up from NXT. I'm hoping it's Braun Breaker, but I highly doubt it. Everyone except for Kevin Owens are heels in this tournament. Oh, and Dragon Lee, of course. I hope we can give someone new a crack at the title like Dragon Lee or Karrion Cross. I don't see any of the other heels like Escobar or Theory or Waller going up against Logan Paul, so I'm afraid it's going to be Kevin Owens. And speaking of Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens interrupts Logan Paul's promo announcement and cracks some jokes because Kevin Owens just wants to have fun at work. Theory and Waller also come out and they try to talk some trash to Kevin Owens, but Kevin Owens just punches Theory's lights out again and for the ninth week in a row, Kevin Owens makes my boy Austin Theory look like a total goof. 
Kevin Owens versus Grayson Waller. These two guys are going to be in this tournament. And Logan Paul was also on commentary, also promoting his podcast because Randy Orton is going to be his special guest. I wonder what these two are going to be chatting it up about during this podcast. But maybe Logan Paul is going to give Randy Orton some wrestling tips, some wrestling pointers. Spread the knowledge, Logan Paul. Kevin Owens won with a roll-up. Logan Paul, Austin Theory, and Grayson Waller were not happy. They could not believe it. Kevin Owens, he's on his way looking good for this tournament. Bianca Belair versus Kerry Sane. Please, please do not ask me why Bianca Belair is bumping and selling for Kerry Sane. Bianca Belair is much more athletic. She's bigger. She's faster. She looks like a star. She moves like a star. And Kerry Sane, she just dresses like a pirate. Bianca Belair won, but she struggled a lot versus Kerry Sane in this match. And it was also due to Bailey coming out there unexpectedly causing Kyrie Sane to get distracted for a second. So Bianca Belair in a way got lucky versus Kerry Sane in this match. Nick Aldis and Adam Pierce each with contracts in hand making Randy Orton promises because both Raw and SmackDown want to sign Randy Orton. The wise man also comes out to try to talk some sense into Randy Orton into signing with Monday Night Raw. And just in case Randy Orton does not listen to the wise man, here comes Solo and Jimmy to beat some sense into Randy Orton. And that seemed to be working for a second because Solo Sokoa and Jimmy Uso had Randy Orton stomped down on the mat when LA Knight's music hits to even out the odds. Yeah, LA Knight and Solo Sokoa fight off and Randy Orton hits Jimmy with the three deadliest letters in the WWE. And Randy made his choice. Randy signed with Friday Night Smackdown and he is going after the bloodline. Call Roman, tell him daddy is home. So not only do we get Randy on Friday Night Smackdown, next week we also get CM Punk on Smackdown and we might be seeing the wise man and CM Punk together once again for the first time in a long time. So we're adding more stars to Friday Night Smackdown. We got to see LA Knight. We got to see Logan Paul. We get to see Randy Orton, CM Punk next week on Friday Night Smackdown. Randy Orton being added into this mix with the bloodline. And we have yet to find out what is going to happen with CM Punk. Whatever it is, I'm really pumped for this. Let me know what you guys think. Hit me up at Snug Wrestling. Thank you guys for listening and we'll talk soon.